social, impact, everywhere. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we have another special guest with us. We have Rob Howes, who is an empowerpreneur, and he's here to develop billions of healthy, wealthy people. So he's really on a mission to change the world, and I really do love that. And I want to start with saying, you know, Rob, thank you for taking time to be on the, uh, the podcast with me today. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate being here. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm excited to pick your brain, and um, I, I can tell you're a social impactor. You know, everything that you've done on, on LinkedIn and being recognized by building, you know, this movement of healthy, wealthy people, uh, I, you're going to have a lot of insight here. So I want to start with, uh, you know, first, if you can just do an introduction about, you know, who you are, what you do, and why you believe you're a social impactor. Yeah. Man, so I'm Rob House. I was sent here from somewhere. I don't know, but when I got here, I realized that I was here to help people. And I've been doing it my whole life, whether as a personal trainer, as a, I was a pastor for 10 years, I studied psychology, neuroscience, I did Christian counseling, I helped people beat their addictions, better their marriage, build their business, become a better father, get off drugs. I mean, it's like just fun helping people win. And this last season of my life, man, I'm about doing that, but building platforms so we can do it faster. Hmm. Yeah, wow, that was, no, I love how concise that was. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, I'd love to delve a little bit more into that. And then what does this platform look like? You're, you're building healthy, wealthy people. What is that? Yeah. So, you know, to me, health is your wealth, but you know, we're going to segment it health and wealth. Healthy means for me, mentally, physically, spiritually, it's what I call fit rich. It's how we create a fit world. Mm-hmm. And when you're fit rich, you're mentally, physically, spiritually fit. Mentally mean you have a good perspective of good psychology, Things don't always go right, but you know how to make them go right. When mm. it goes left, you can go right. It's how you look at things, how things mean to you, what things mean to you, the words that are coming out of your mouth. Are you gossiping? Are you lifting people up? That's a healthy mind. Mm. Then the body is about what you're eating, right? Are you, now, you don't have to eat leaves off trees, but you can't eat ice cream every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've got to understand there's a balance. And it's about movement. You've got to move every day. You've got to do something because if you don't, your muscles will atrophy. Right, and you will break down, and they will die before you're ready to leave. And nothing's worse than living when your body's dead. Yeah. Okay? Also, drugs like maybe you're taking pharmaceutical med- medication, great. But look and see if there's a natural alternative. And so all this matters when it comes to the body. Are you providing the body everything it needs? And then spiritually, listen. There's three three levels of spirituality. You got religion, which is the institutionalized way of praising, which is fine. We need these categories. But below religion is faith. Before you can have religion, you have to have faith. And faith is just believing in what's not there, the evidence of things hoped for but not seen. But before faith, if you don't have that, if you don't have religion, you need and everyone has to have gratitude. Because gratitude is the seed that will build everything. It'll build your faith, it'll build religion, it'll build whatever you want to have, but you must first be grateful to have a good spirit. Mind, body, spirit, now you're healthy. So now let's talk about how we bring those people together. Well, there's somebody, there's, for every problem, there's a solution. Behind every solution, there's a person providing it. Hmm. We're bringing all those people together, helping them build relationships together so that we can now make what they have available to the world and help them do what they do even better. Wow, that's awesome. And, and have you built this platform out now or is this something that you're, you're working on building? What's, how far is it along? It's alive. It's, it's alive. alive. <laughs> We have 100, I think we have about 140 members. I got to go back and look because we took off in the last 30 days. Wow. Um, 
because you know we we launched about four or five months ago but soft launch and january 2nd was the official launch and people have been coming through like it's black friday so it's really good man because you know what, what it's been is our, our messages we're like an international chamber of commerce mm. coaches speakers trainers authors subject matter experts if you create content that helps people help people we want you and folks when they you know there's a lot of stuff going on but when they finally look and they see like oh wow i do want to build with other human beings i do want to connect with people like me do that and then also grow in technology because listen technology is moving fast man like this is not the early 1900s okay we are in today we are in tomorrow and so we have to understand how to use technology to advance and enhance relationships not replace them yeah yeah one of my favorite statements about technology is that we're in tomorrow's tomorrow <laughs> it, it, where we move every three years it's a new technology and something becomes i think outdated a technology becomes outdated now every two to three years like it is insane to think that you know uh the revolutionary you know vr is already almost outdated like like these incredible technologies they move so quick um my goodness, my goodness. yeah it, it's insane but i i, I want to stray away a little bit from technology because i want to talk about you i want to talk about rob and uh specifically what you're doing around community. And the question I have is, how are you making a positive impact in your community? Whether through what you do with your organization or specifically, how are you making that impact? Yeah, man, and you know, that's, that's a great question. You know, and, and it really depends on the, the area. As I mentioned before, you know, I've been in the area of helping people, you know, find their faith, which is to me the foundation of everything, mm -hmm. lose weight, or in, in this season right now, it's really helping them build themselves and their business. And so what it is, is basically listening to people. The way you help somebody is listening to them. They'll tell you exactly what they're looking for. If you listen good enough, you can connect the dots because you've talked to enough people to connect the dots. So it really comes with listening and empathy integrated, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one thing you said, empathy. Uh, I did a podcast uh, a couple days ago, and it, it, I believe it's the building block of of uh, of everything that we do. It's the basic building block of humanity, right? To have empathy, because that allows you to connect with other people's situations, not give advice that you think is right in that situation. What you're doing is you're helping what they need, not what you think they need. Man, listen, that's like that. That seems so simple. What you just said, Avery. Yeah. But <laughs> 451 degrees makes fire. 450 degrees doesn't. One degree, that one point you made, it's so, it seems so small, but it's so huge. It's like the difference between being on fire and not. <laughs> I like that analogy, that's a good one. Um, and, and so that, that's amazing. That's what you do with community. Let's jump into, uh, into business now. Uh, and it's your, it is your opinion again, but the question is, do you believe social impact or general impact is an important part of business. Oh my goodness. It's imperative. It's the yeah. lifeline. Yeah. Why? Communication is the connective tissue for humanity, right? And our ability to connect and communicate with each other determines our ability to effectively grow and evolve as a civilization, as humanity. And so we have to be able to impact each other. We have to be able to have empathy and emotional intelligence and connect and build. Because by doing so, think about it, we have people in different cultures all over the place, but what if we were connected and interconnected? How fast? I mean, Martin Luther King, he changed the world with no cell phone. Yeah. No multimedia. Yeah. Heartstrings, consciousness. Now we have heartstrings, consciousness, and the internet. It's time to get busy. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. But uh, I, wa- I want to give a, a different perspective because I, I 100% agree, but I don't see it yet in the internet. I find the internet, you know, is in its baby form still. It's only what, um, 20, no, 30 years old now? Like it's not very old, uh, but it, we're at this stage right now where it's very informational, right? The internet, the internet's an informational platform, but we're missing that human element. And I can't wait to see when the internet becomes this place where it is that shared, it is shared knowledge, but there's also an empathetic lens to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you think we're there? You think I'm wrong? I'm, I'm just no, curious no, no, about no, your you're, opinion. You're 100% right. I mean, we, see the beautiful, beautiful thing is we are in the information age, which means there's a lot of information, there's a lot. As a matter of fact, that we get more information in two days than from the dawn of man until 2003. <laughs> we accumulate more information in two days than all that time. Wow. Because everybody has life's remote control in their pocket. So we can get kind of watered down with information, but done correctly, like LinkedIn is doing an amazing thing right now. And done correctly, you can use that internet, like I said before, to use technology to advance and enhance relationships. And I think we're starting to figure it out. I think some groups are starting to figure it out and they're figuring out that they figured it out. You know, <laughs> like, you know, at one, at one point it's like, you're, uh, uh, what is it? Unconscious incompetence. You know, mm. you don't know anything. And then it's like conscious incompetence. Not, okay. Now I know what I don't know. And yeah. then we go to the next level, which is conscious incompetence. Now I know what I don't know. Now it's unconscious. No, then it's conscious competence. Now I know what I know, but now <laughs> I want to roll into unconscious competence now i know what i know it's on automatic and so like we're like moving along the scale i think we're like halfway there <laughs> yeah. yeah no I, I love that scale i gotta i gotta find that you gotta make that a graph so people can see it That's awesome. um it, and it's true in, in you know linkedin uh starting linkedin video which i think really set it off and i know people talk about it a lot but it really did create that very more personable lens and the community behind it is very you know um, intentional, very action oriented, very, um, supportive. And that's a new wave I find on the internet. There are small pockets that exist, but as a general platform, that's new. And so it excites me to see, you know, a platform like LinkedIn leading that as a, as you know, like a champion, but I can only imagine how many more platforms afterwards will build that same kind of community behind it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Your platform. No, it's true. (laughs) Um, and so let's jump into the, the last question. And the last question is about your advice. So what is your advice for others to begin making a positive impact in their communities? Yeah. You know, so the first thing is there's a formula to that you can 100% optimize your life, your business, your whatever your relationships is a formula. Using this formula, you'll be able to be at your highest potentiality, no matter what in every area of your life, all right? And it's self-reflection, course correction, and humility. These three things together, you are a beast. You're like Mike Tyson, Michael Jackson, every single, Tiger Woods, Einstein, Emerson, you are everything. Self-reflection, course correction, humility. Self-reflection means every day you are reflecting on the day. You're reflecting, how are you showing up? What are you saying? What are you thinking? By self-reflecting, then you can course correct. You can make adjustments and change because we want to change. We want to get better. Remember that one degree? If you can get 1% better every day, is that 365% better? I mean, at the end of the year, if you just do one, I mean, come on. And then humility allows a self-correction and self-reflection and course correction to be accurate because you need humility. Like if you 
you're not humble and you're just doing self-reflecting, all you're going to still see the same unhumble person and you're just going to make bad decisions. So self-reflection, course correction, and humility. Do those three things and you will be on course every day. Hmm. Do you think that it's an easy thing to do? Do you think that's easy to use those three things or does it take a lot of practice to build that into your everyday? It sucks. <laughs> Why does it suck? It sucks. <laughs> It's beautiful, but then it sucks. It's like working out, you know? Uh, it hurts, but you'll get to see that beautiful thing. It's like, because you gotta check yourself, man. And you gotta check yourself. Now, this morning, you know, I'm getting ready for a big show, and, I, you know, and I'm like excited, and um, my, my son, he did something, I felt like he was making it fun, and I got mad at him. And I, I kind of yelled at him. And then I called him back later, I said, listen, man, I'm sorry I didn't yell at you, but let me tell you something. This is something that I'm passionate about. And so when you did that, it sparked something in me, and I, although I should handle myself better, I want you to understand how that made me feel. So, and we were good after that. That's important. It was hard for me because that's still, it, it was hard at first because I was like, oh, I was wrong. Once I realized I was wrong, I'm more interested in the truth. So it's not as hard for me anymore. It used to be very hard because once you're not, if you're not used to doing that, you got to get used to doing that. Used to self-reflecting, course correcting, used to understanding that, guess what? I don't always get it right. When I get it wrong, I can fail forward. And mm -hmm. if I fail forward enough, I'll move forward faster. Huh. I, I think the biggest part that, um, that I had challenges with, and I think it's a general challenge, is that self-reflection is very, um, uh, very real, very raw. Right, like you have to. You don't. You're not only admitting that you've done something wrong. You have to open up. Right. You're. You're. You open yourself up for more. Um, uh, more challenges, right? Potentially, but I mean, it's a complete reverse in reality. You're not opening yourself up for more challenges. You're actually doing a better thing and and being more authentic and more human. But there is that that weird um, bias that we have to that, right? That we think that oh no, now I'm going to get in more um, trouble, more challenge because I'm opening up and admitting faults. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's interesting. It's an interesting flip, but uh, I love that. I really do. I think that's super unique perspective and. Um, the one thing you said that I think is true is you have to own in on it, right? You, you said that you've done it for a long time, right? Right when it started, it was hard. But now that you've done it so many times because of that consistency, it's a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. And it feels good, man. It, it feels good when you make a decision and you know it's good. I get that feels good, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> the one thing I like about um, being having a lot of humility is that you can also see very unique perspectives. It opens up your mind to allowing yourself to say, Oh, you know, that wasn't something I would have thought of myself, right. Or thought of naturally that doesn't come consciously to me, but, but you can see so many unique perspectives in the world. And sometimes I like just sitting there and saying, I know nothing because then you learn so much and it's fun. Like it, it brings back the fun into learning because you're not the, you don't always have to be the thought leader. You don't always have to be, you know, the, the, the person who knows it all. Sometimes it's fun just to know nothing. Yep. Yep. And just listen. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you'll, learn, you'll learn a lot more when you, when you listen to it. God gave us two ears and one mouth. So that means we should probably do twice as much listening as talking anyway. <laughs> I like that. That's true. That's a good perspective. Uh, Rob, I want to say, uh, you know, thank you for, for taking time to be with me today. That was, that's all the questions I have. But again, you bring a super unique perspective and just a fire of energy, which I think is, you know, uh, motivating to a lot of people and especially to me. So uh, again, I just want to say thank you for taking time with me today. Thank you, man, for having me, brother.